Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopheadspod.com. Another episode of the Lakers Fast Break podcast. It's Gerald Glassford coming right back at you here from Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, and Game Source. We appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our great shows. And if you can, please give us that five star review wherever you get your podcasts. Plus, if you can like, share, and subscribe, because we really need the help, especially on days where we got robbed like this. So you can go ahead, please like, share, subscribe, follow, or whatever you can to help us right here at the Lakers Fast Break, Pop Culture Cosmos, Game Source, Inside Sports Fantasy Football. Of course, the great folks at LakersBall.com. And you know they're raging up a storm after we got robbed at LakersBall.com. Plus also as well, if you want your lawn transformed into something much more beautiful than it is today, please head over to Simblades. Symblades with the y.com plus our good friends at lakerholics.com you know laker tom and jamie sweet are pissed at the fact that we were robbed and you're going to be sharing our thoughts at lakerholics.com plus our good friends at the hoop heads podcast network who probably also know that we got robbed and if you can go ahead and support that everywhere you can it is sincerely appreciated Zanger sign says, I don't care what happened. It all comes down to that winning basket where the refs swallowed their whistle. And yes, it did. But the Lakers headed into Boston to close out Rivals Week. NBA had its Rivals Week. And what a better rivalry to go ahead and end Rivals Week with than the Lakers and Celtics. And for whatever the game was, you can say it was a clear clash with great importance on prime time abc right there for you and it lived up to its billing as the lakers got out to a first half lead celtics come back pull away a little bit but the lakers came back strong in the fourth quarter and patrick beverly we went on the patrick beverly roller coaster ride with his first dunk in over two years putting the lakers ahead Unfortunately, he couldn't follow that up with two free throws, only got one. That left the door open for the Celtics to tie the game. And the Lakers, with four seconds left, with LeBron James coming down the lane exactly like we want him to, unfortunately, got hacked, and the refs didn't call it. And that sent the Lakers to overtime, where they just couldn't keep up the energy throughout the overtime. 
and unfortunately they fall 125 to 121 to the dreaded Boston Celtics after they got robbed by the refs at the end of the game. Although with the Lakers, there was some very bad mistakes mentally that was made. I mean, when it comes to Jalen Brown getting his fifth foul early in the fourth quarter, or was it late in the third quarter? How do you not go after him time and time again on defense to try and get him out of the game is unbelievable. And he came back to bite the Lakers in the ass in overtime as he scored quite a bit in overtime. Mistake there. And plus, Patrick Beverly, for all the great things he did at last minute, also did some stupid things in that last minute as well, committing a foul on Jalen Brown, giving him an and one, which he just let the ball go. Would have given a layup in the Lakers, and the Lakers still would have been up one. It wasn't the Lakers' day, obviously, and the Lakers lose one twenty-five to one twenty-one. And here today to talk about today's game, first man up, first man here. I'm going to go ahead and he tell everybody know. I will let everybody know right now. He's the madman from Toronto. You got to go ahead and check him out when he gets out of Toronto traffic. It is Sean Grice and Sean. Great to have you here, my friend. Looking forward to hearing your thoughts. You were very, uh, I guess, raw and unfiltered on the playback.tv slash Lakers Fast Break. If you want to hear Joe and Sean unfiltered, it was uh, something to behold. I'll, I'll leave it at that. But <laughs> several things you pointed out in the fourth quarter as far as the mistakes being made by the Lakers came back and haunted them. But the most important thing is that the refs absolutely choked on the whistle when they needed to call a foul. Uh, absolutely, Gerald. They just they just uh, choked and decided that um, they were going they weren't going to be unbiased. They were going to be biased and they were biased tonight. They take an oath with the NBA that their officiating will be impartial and fair. Neither occurred on that play. And just to point out the three referees tonight were head referee was Eric Lewis. Fired. The back the backline ref was a man named Jason Goble. Jason Go, Jason Goble was the official who saw Jason Tatum smack LeBron right in the arm, and he didn't call a thing. He watched it happen, and he just let it go. And the third referee was a man named Andy Nagy. Now, Eric Lewis has refereed over a thousand games in the NBA, so that that that's that is a lengthy career. But uh, Jason Goble, who was the backline judge who saw Tatum Wackham, has refereed in less than two uh, less than three hundred games, and the other guy has refereed less than ninety. So this was a revel- relatively inexperienced crew. And um, look, Gerald, I've been critical of the officials basically all year. And that's not normally like me. Um, I don't normally um, blame or call out officials uh, normally. But this season in particular has been horrible. They've been just really, really bad. It's been bad focus bad impartiality and just uh, overall just a, a bad a bad vibe about the game and yeah we can we can go on about uh about the officials but the fact was 
Pat Bev cost us two points by being really foolish. Yes, he got a really great dunk, and congratulations for him, but he cost us a three-point play, and then he cost us a technical foul by by being really, really silly and, and grabbing a, a camera and basically shoving it in front of Eric Lewis's face. That was bound to get him a technical. and um, Which it did, which it cost the Lakers a point. Yeah, it did. And the Celtics opened up uh, overtime 106-105. The Lakers had a, a couple of opportunities in overtime to keep their heads above water, but it just wasn't the case. Uh, I'd just like to point out this is the second time that the Lakers have had a superstar with five fouls going into overtime and didn't even didn't even decide to to attack them once. They didn't attack Luka Doncic once when the Lakers went into double OT with the Mavs. And again, Darvin Ham decides he's not going to go at Jalen Brown, even though Jalen Brown is clapping back at you every chance he gets in overtime. The dude had five fouls for over a quarter. Over a quarter. That's right. Over a quarter. And you you basically didn't go at him. So that's just that's just bad adjustments by the coaching staff and, and not recognizing certain matchups or certain ad, advantages you could take, you can have there. Look, they were missing Marcus Smart and Robert Williams. All due respect to Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart is the best perimeter defender, and all due respect to Al Horford, Time Lord is a better paint protector than him. But in spite of that, they weren't shooting the three well in the first half, and we were right there with them. And it pisses me off that this happened this way, but you just got to suck it up. This is the NBA. There are professionals. It's one possession to the next. And, yeah, it really pisses me off because tomorrow we're all going to read that last two-minute report, and they're going to say blah, blah, blah. Tatum hit LeBron on the arm. The foul should have been called. Coulda, woulda, shoulda. It just pisses me off. Also here today to talk about today's game. I know Joe will probably want to go last because he has plenty to say, and I know he needs time to cool down because he was absolutely pissed off at the fact that we were robbed. It's a good man indeed. you got to go ahead and welcome him back. Welcome back to us after a long time. It is good to see him again under unfortunate circumstances. It is L. Rob. L. Rob, great to have you back, my friend. So great to hear from you. Uh, I know that is not under the best of circumstances, but man, we got robbed today. There were still mistakes made by us, by Pat Bev, by the coaching staff, by what what Sean discussed. But in the end, we got robbed by the refs, and that's just all we can say. Someone have a couch. I need some therapy. I mean, this is this is. You know, usually it's a game and you kind of let it go. But this is, I mean, come on, this is ridiculous. You're you're paid to referee the game. You see a call, make a call. Do not wait until after the play is over. I mean, it's about, it's, I can't even remember how many times they waited after the play was over and then blew the whistle. It's like, make the call. I'm like, uh, like Magic Man said, you really don't like blaming the referees. But when it's blatant like that, I mean, if LeBron James can't get a call, if LeBron, I mean, this is LeBron. I mean, he's going to the rack. You've given the Celtics every call. They shoot shot twice as many free throws. 
when LeBron goes to the cold, make the call. So yeah, it's frustrating. What I and, and yeah, Darvin Ham, it wasn't his finest hour. I don't know why he's got Anthony Davis playing all those minutes. He's gassed. He's not doing anything. They stick Al Horford in the corner, and Anthony Davis is. I mean, he's not blocking. He's not guarding the paint. So what? What? What good is he in the game? They got Malcolm Brogdon in there. You're not running anything for him to get the ball. That was. I mean, that was. That was coaching malpractice, basically. Um, Lonnie Walker's having a good game. Put him in. You need some spacing. You need some scoring. You need some athleticism. He can put the ball in the rack. It's frustrating, and it's against Boston too. So you hate losing to them. Yeah, I don't know what to say. It's just I just need to come on just to kind of vent a little bit. So well, we're always here for you, my friend. <laughs> always here for you, and it's always great to see and hear from you. Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. The Lakers do unfortunately get robbed on a last minute no call, a last second no call in the fourth quarter, and eventually. Run but it's out not of just that, Jiro. It was bad officiating the whole game. From yeah. beginning to end, yes, that last play was under the microscope, but they made a lot of bad calls. I mean, with about a minute to go, Davis catch it, shoots, uh, Horford hip checks him, the same stuff they've been giving to Boston all game, and they just look at him. I mean, it was it was consistently bad against the Lakers. I mean, it was not like it was bad both ways. It was it was just very disappointing to see the way the Lakers uh, the disparity in the free throws said it all, but also here today to talk about today's game. Good man indeed. He is a very angry man as I am right now, but I'm glad he did make it on the show. I'm glad he did decide to come back to us on the program. It is the man behind Simblades Simblades with a Y dot com. If you're in the Southern California area, please go ahead and transform your lawn today with Simblades dot com. And of course, everything that's going on. With LakersBall.com as Ox1947, it is Joe Soro. And Joe, uh, I mean, you were really upset. You, you Feel free to go ahead and be as unfiltered as you want. I will go ahead and bleep it out for those in audio as best I can. But, my friend, this is not good at all a look for the NBA to be blowing that call at such a pivotal moment. I was able to cool down a little bit with L. Rob and magic man speaking and with your open <clears throat> the free throw disparity disparity was for uh 39 to 20. now sometimes the disparity can be misleading some teams are more aggressive to the basket and you can say they're getting all the calls because they're going to the basket i've had that discussion several times in my life because a lot of times you do put on the Homer glasses and you're going back and forth until you see the tape, right? You see the tape. This team was more aggressive. They're going to get more calls that way. This was a game where they were equally going to the basket. And, and you have a team that had double the free throw attempts. And the one call that they didn't make and I'll, I'll get to Darvin Ham, and I'll get to Pat Bev, and I'll get to Russell Westbrook right now. But canceling all those things, LeBron James, we, we have discussed this all year. We have discussed this for years, actually. LeBron did something tonight I've been begging him to do in these moments. 
and he did it perfect. He absolutely executed it about as perfect as he could have ever executed it. And the reward after getting smacked, it was a smack. It wasn't the ball in his hand and they hit his hand. I could say a little bit there, okay. But this was a freaking foul on the forearm. Right in front of that ref on the I don't know who the hell that is, Sean. Yeah, his name is Jason. Go- his name is Jason Goble. LeBron James does not miss wide open layups Layup. like that. Okay. That badly. That, that was open. That wasn't any kind of any. It was he would have made that layup or would have at least hit one free throw to win that game because there would have been possibly 0.3 seconds left on that clock. The hurt came from there. That's where that anger resonated. Because imagine, imagine you've been begging for something for so long and you finally get it and some jacks it up. And for what? Because you don't want to make a call at the end of the game? It's a foul. Call the foul. Why aren't you calling the foul? It's a foul. It's blatant. If, That's if, job. If it was if it was a little bit of body connect, okay. If it was hand on ball with hand on the ball, fine. This was a blatant foul. It was blatant. It was in front of you. It was in front of you. It was in front of you too. That's what bothers me. It was in front of you. So why? Go ahead, Sean. Go ahead. Don't ever interrupt his rants. Why? Why? Why aren't you calling a foul on that? It was in front of you. If you're on the left side, if you're on the right side, I could give you that. You were right there. You saw it. You were right there. Everyone you were right saw there. him. What were you looking it. at? Everyone saw him see it. Everybody. Everybody saw him see it. He was looking right at it. Looking so, right at it. And Zanger, Zanger, I've been watching LeBron play. Since he came in the league, I never saw him that performative before about getting fouled. He's look the three hardest players to ever officiate in the NBA are Wilt, Shaq, and LeBron. But that was blatant. That was obvious. It wasn't an iffy call. There wasn't bodies blocking the official. He saw the whole thing, and he didn't do his job. The NBA should suspend this referee. He should be suspended for what he did. He didn't do his job. He wasn't unbiased. He was biased. He didn't make a call. That is against policy. I was irritated when Kendrick Nunn was fouled on a three that could have given him a four-point play to tie the game. This one, I can't remember a foul, a missed foul call this blatant. And I, I really try to stay away from this fouling and it's they want they're against us crap because a lot of times it's bull crap. It's just like assuming that the commentary the commentary is against you. It's it's always one of those things where you're you're filtered through your own fandom and you can't you can't see through the other side. Okay, this was not. This was a this was a repeated, this has been a repeated issue this year. It has been a repeated issue, and it's blatant. If it's not blatant, I, I you can give the benefit of the doubt when it's not blatant. You can say 
hey, he was he didn't see it. He was on the other side, or he hit his hand while the hand the ball was. He, this was blatant, and and it just I. There's so many things going on here. You know, it's the Celtics. It's in Boston. We need the win. We have to deal with the the equally bad with the equally good from three Lakers on this team. One is Darvin Ham, which I don't even know if there's a really a good with him yet. But he's a rookie coach, and we're trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. At least I am. Pat Bev, why the hell are you fouling Jalen Brown when you when they need a three? Why? Where's this come from? Like, where's the thinking? Why are you bringing a camera on the court? And where the hell is Darvin Ham and the assistant coaches to tell him what the hell you're doing? Get your ass out of here. Where, where are these guys? Where's the leadership? LeBron was – I had never seen LeBron like that too. I have never seen him, and he deserved every ounce of that frustration. Matter of fact, he, if he had said, F you guys, I'm out of here, I would have I phoned the Boston and said, what do you need from me? I'll, tell you, I'll get you whatever you want. Just, just get, get you know, I'll, I'll help you. Okay, AD is gassed. He hasn't been playing for two months here. He's gassed. He's doing his best to try to get a rebound, to try to do something. And then on top of this, you bring in Russell Westbrook in the four, in the in overtime when he hasn't played a minute in the fourth. At what point? At what point does the armchair fan like us start to make sense? Am I? Are we not making sense? These guys are professional basketball players and coaches. What's going on? Is the pressure too much? Is the pressure too much that you don't think? Well, guess what? If you're the coach, you need to recognize that and know who to put in in those moments. Maybe you should have taken Pat Bev out and put someone else in who wouldn't foul somebody who needs a three and they're shooting a two. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. Bring me all of the Star Trek all of the time, and I will be an incredibly happy girl. Even if it's terrible. It's like pizza. Bad pizza is still pretty good because it's pizza. Bad Star Trek is still pretty good because it's still Star Trek. That's the way that I look at it. Just let it sit in the refrigerator for a day and be cold. That's it. Yep. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. The Lakers do unfortunately fall in overtime 125 to 121. The blame pie, I guess, according to Gotta Be the Shoes, again, the coaching decisions down the stretch weren't the greatest. The foul by Patrick Beverly, even though he did some good things in that last minute, wasn't the smartest. The Russell Westbrook in overtime wasn't, you know, what you wanted to go ahead and get out of him because, again, he had a horrible game overall. 
But the fact is, we still got robbed on the last play. And despite all those mistakes that were made, we should have won that game. By all rights, we should have won the game. L. Rob, I mean, you've been listening to us uh, since you've been able to last interject with your thoughts. You see the frustration on Joe. You see the frustration on, on myself and Sean. I mean, is there anything that you could provide us as far as maybe some type of uh, way to that we can look upon this as a positive going forward, maybe as motivation that the Lakers can use for the rest of this road trip, at least? Well, I mean, AD, AD will get we will get better. So, I mean, we've used to seeing him play low energy until he's kind of in shape and ready to go. So, I mean, you know, give him a couple more games. When AD gets back and ready to roll, um that takes the laker up lakers up to another level so that's that's the one thing we can count on having um hatchamore is uh is a challenge because now you got and getting walker back because you know it kind of throws off your rotation that you already had and you know why he had rudy in in the you know i didn't like the matchup where he had him in late in the game that to me was a bad coaching move and then you go with the three guards that you know, didn't look good either. So, no, I mean, it's a lot of frustration. It's just we've lost so many games. I mean, you can go to the Indiana game, the first Boston game, in Philly. I mean, you know, it's probably been about eight or nine games that the Lakers have lost that they very well could have won, and maybe two or three that they won they shouldn't have lost. But we're probably down five or six um, games that we – that we legitimately had one if we just made one simple play free throw box out the basic stuff um, so it's frustrating but having said all of that they only have a couple games out of the uh play in ad if he can stay healthy um he rounds in the shape the lakers got a better team than you know most teams in the in the west so you know it's on them to just go ahead and execute and and, and make it happen they'll do it well as we said, if leading up to today's show, that we thought that going into Boston was going to be a tough game. We thought, you know what, if they do win in Boston, it's going to be found money, Sean. The Lakers are still 23 and 27. I don't. I know we could take very little solace in that, but if they go ahead and win out the rest of the road trip, or at least show three, win three out of five. If they win three out of five, I still think that by the end of the time, what, maybe by maybe the All-Star break, they can get back to 500 and really start, you know, having the league take notice. You're on mute. Go for it. Thank you. Yeah, no, you, you hope so. You hope so. I think, um, I think three of three out of five is still, uh, still gettable. Um, but yeah. we, we, we were thinking that this one was going to be a loss in it. You know, leading we, up to we, it. yes, we did. So you even like said, you said like like you, you said, even you, said Joe. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. I, I you know what, Gerald? I I um I gotta be honest though. I on a email chain we had, I said I felt if we played smart tonight, um, we might put ourselves in the catbird seat, and we just didn't. I with, mean, with yeah, smart and Robert Williams being out of the game, that kind of changed the odds. In the of Lakers. course, of course, it did. Yeah, they were missing their two best defensive players. That that'll change any any outlook on um on a scheme scheme matchup when before the game. Of course, definitely. Um, they just there there were just ruts too. 
I mean, we saw the first 10 minutes. Why aren't you attacking the paint? Why aren't you why aren't you attacking uh Al Horford east to west? He's still got verticality, he could still alter shots, he's a decent defender, but laterally the foot speed isn't there. So why don't you take advantage of him? We didn't. We didn't. We didn't take advantage of Boston in the paint to open up the game. Uh it felt choppy throughout. We still had a chance, Gerald. We this so this is the second time I believe I believe the last time the Lakers played Boston in r- the regular season with two overtime games is like a long time ago. I think you have to go back to like maybe the the sixties uh, for that. But they've taken the 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 number one team in the East, and they've lost in overtime twice. And while you say it, it was supposed to be a lost trail, that's true. But uh, this is going to be. I didn't say it was supposed to be. I said we were thinking of it in that. In that yeah, yeah, well, you're right. Joe, you're myself, right. and you all thought it was going, you know what? If they go to Boston, they lose. All right. But then we go ahead and just make sure the rest of the thing. Joe, you I didn't, I didn't say. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't say they were going to. I never said that. Th- I told you I stopped doing that. Uh, a week ago, I'm not doing that. Well, no, they had a chance. Most likely, I felt I felt okay going in this game. I didn't I didn't feel like it would, they were going to get dominated. No, the only thing I, they were get dominated. I said oh, I wanted a, I said I wanted a, 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 a blowout against the Clippers, and that went south. But I this was not. Were, the Lakers man. have been competitive for the last month, and that's a lot of it without AD. And they've been showing a lot, and they've been getting effed by these freaking a holes of the NBA and. And, and just a couple guys that just keep making the worst mistakes at the worst time. So we have a week and a half here to get these bums off this team. Okay. Get these bums off this team. I'm tired. I'm tired of these mistakes. I'm tired of it. Kyle, I, Kyle, we all hear what you're saying. I think we've you're been mad. saying that the first half hour is that you're, they got robbed. You're, you're mad. You're mad. You're mad. We're mad. But we have to talk about what happened in the game as well. And another another element of the recipe of the Lakers losing close games is that they just compound their mistakes. If it's not turnovers, it's missed free throws. If it's not bad three-point shooting, it's not being able to play defense without fouling. If it's not an injury or two, or we only have a seven or eight-man rotation, like there's, there's just a recipe for our losses. And uh, sometimes the, it's it's always different, but the ingredients are roughly about the same. We miss fruit throws at crucial moments. We make we have yips when we shouldn't have the yips, especially at the end of the game, and we just end up leaking oil. It, it didn't help that the rest didn't help us out, but we were leaking oil at 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 the end of the fourth quarter. I mean, the mistakes were made on our part, but still, even with all the mistakes aside, we should have won that game. That that ref should have made that call. It was a fairly easy call to make. He got hit in the arm. We got robbed, and there's just no way to say otherwise. And any Celtics fan that's out there or in this chat or otherwise that's saying otherwise has got to realize, you know what, the Lakers got robbed. they got to admit to themselves. they got to look in the mirror and know that they lucked out tonight because the Lakers won this game and had it taken away from them. It's just that simple. Joe, I, I know that d- despite our, our differences on what was said or not said, uh, you got to go in tonight with the feeling that, you know, the Lakers have had themselves. 
six games. And thanks so much, Danny P, for going ahead and subscribing to us on Twitch. Truly appreciate it. Want to go ahead and say, though, Joe, that, you know, going in, that's about, like, I think L. Rob said, you said half a dozen games. Is that correct, L. Rob? About half a dozen games that have the Lakers should have won and be on. More than that. I just said it balanced out to half that they probably got got away with a few wins that, that they maybe didn't deserve. They maybe that's got true. two or three, but it's probably been, it's, I don't know, it seems like it's been a lot more than that, Gerald, maybe like eight or nine. It's been a lot. It has been a lot indeed. Uh, Joe, with that kind of uh, luck that's not on our side, because most of these games have close, have teetered against us, you know, a lot of these guys, just sometimes down to mental mistakes, as you pointed out so well. And But unfortunately tonight, I think it was just, again, for all the mental mistakes that were done, there was execution down the stretch, but it's still left up to the refs. I, I just wish there was some way we could avoid having it leave it up to the refs. They decided to go ahead and review everything else except for the one call they didn't want to make. You can't, you can't have mental lapses every game like this and expect to have any consistency. My sadness in this is you have someone who's trying to win so badly, who is still playing so well, who's not being rewarded. And that's LeBron James. LeBron James is doing things I haven't seen him do in the past regularly. My 89-year-old mom just texted me and said she thinks that they should fire these referees, and she's 89. She could probably see the call better than she She's just trying to make you feel good, G. I get it. Um, I, I don't... I put her out on the court as ref more than those. It is. It is. It's, it, it's, it's hard to... It's hard to fix something that can only be fixed by removing it. Darvin Ham is not at this moment a good coach. He hasn't been able to show a he can't even set up a decent timeout play. A lot of times those little things matter. Yeah. They do matter. The little things matter. Can you devise constantly the can you devise a simple plan you have okay the pressure's off it's the second quarter it's the third quarter. It's the first quarter. If you can't handle that, then how are you going to handle these end-of-the-game calls or lineup calls? Is he going to look better if he doesn't have Russell Westbrook and Pat Bev making boneheaded plays? Yeah, but tonight should have proved that he has no control over this team because had I been the coach – Pat Bev would have been in the locker room for doing that camera stunt. I am not joking. I would have said, get the F out of here right now and take that camera with you. You cannot allow your team to do that. You cannot allow your team to do that. That point was very important in overtime. And that was what kept us from not having to shoot a three a couple times. We could have gone to the hole. We could have had LeBron get to the hole. And maybe by some miracle, they would actually call the foul when it, when it was a foul. It's, it's, there's too many, there are too many problems on this team. It's the coach, it's two and three players, I should say two really, that have cost us the little things. And the little things has, has meant losses. And he means Russell Westbrook and Patrick Beverly. It is. You have a week and a half to remove $60 million 
off your books to get something or someone or some people in here that will not make those mistakes. Because if this is what LeBron's going to do, he hasn't given me any reason that he's not going to do this another two, three years. I've watched Tom Brady, guys, and he's playing football. Yes, I know they're protected in, in, in the NFL. I know, I get it. It's still football, though, okay? That guy's getting hit every week in some way. If Tom Brady is going to play until he's 45, LeBron is playing basketball, he's going to play another two, three years. So you need to make a decision on whether you're going to let this guy try to win a damn title for the next two, three years. Yeah, good. Sorry, Joe. Got to be the shoes is right. Uh, right now, Anthony Davis is calling out the refs. I've never seen him this vocal before. He's he's AD is normally very stoic. You rarely you rarely know. He's taking a lot. He's taking a fine for the team. He's taking and, a fine for the team here. And he needs to. I hope he mentioned Adam Silver because I'm I'm. You guys know I love Adam Silver, but boy has he really tanked this last year. I don't know what's going on. In New York, but he—he, he, I feel like he's lost the grip on on the league a little bit here. What is going on, Adam? Get your act together, dude. Come on, we've always had a problem with NBA refs, but this is worse. And they're not even replacement refs. This is bad. It—it it, you had a marquee game tonight, okay? A marquee game, and and and, and all we're talking about is garbage. We should be talking about Lakers going in and, and, and punking a one seed in the East and letting you know that the Lakers, as bad as they've been playing, there is still a little bit of a crack if they just do a couple things. And I'm scared that they're not. I'm going to feel okay when I get off the show, guys. Again, this is sports related. I'm not going to go and kick my dog. I don't have a dog anyways, but... <laughs> You know, I don't do that stuff. This is this is about sports. This is about you know enjoying what we're watching here, and and it's it's tragic that we're excited about a Celtic Laker game, and they 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 played their rear end off with that hostile crowd, and for them to be re- rewarded with this, that's bad for the NBA, and that's bad for the Lakers, and it's bad for everyone except Jalen Brown. Apparently, Jalen Brown turned to Michael Jordan tonight. They didn't, he couldn't, he pushed off, I don't know how many times, Sean, maybe four or five times in the last quarter. Yeah, four times, Joe. Yeah. So, what, what, are you blind? You not see it? Oh, you didn't want to have him foul out? Is that what it was? A foul is a foul, like Stu Lance says. A foul is a foul. Start telling your league, Adam Silver, that you guys need to stop swallowing your whistle. If a ref calls that a foul, he is not going to get in trouble because it's on video. It's on tape. But because he didn't call it, it's worse now. Has the NBA ever suspended a ref on a call? Have they ever? Yes, they, they have. They there, there, okay. there is precedent for it. That Jason Goble should be suspended. That was like, I don't want anybody to lose their happen? job. I'm not, li- I'm not like that. Year. I'm not like that. I don't I don't want to see anybody lose their job if they don't have to. But when you do a bad job for your employer, you deserve to go home and think about your responsibility and why you failed. And maybe when you come back, 
after some reflection, you'll do a better job. But that was inexcusable. That's inexcusable. Anybody else in the same position would have mailed, made that foul call. And you they need to ask Jason Goble why you didn't make the call, man. What happened? Did you yeah. freeze? Is that what happened? Tell us the truth. And then he gets suspended for a few games. Hopefully he learns his lesson, but he should be suspended. Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. The Lakers do fall in overtime, 125 to 121. They fall to 23 and 27, still 13th in the Western Conference. After they got robbed tonight, once again, as I will go ahead and everybody else is talking about as well. One of the things, though, I've seen in the chat, and by the way, thanks so much to all the Twitch followers that we've gotten in tonight. Yeah, it's sir, it's awesome. It's awesome. Sir, uh, sorry, yes. Gerald. Uh, Lee, do you remember years ago when um, Timmy Duncan was on the bench and he was laughing it up with Joey uh, Crawford. Manu and yeah. Joey, Crawf- Joey Crawford kicked him out of the game? Yeah. He was suspended indefinitely. The NBA suspended Joey Crawford. So I I, I expect the NBA to suspend Jason Goble. I, I, I think that that's the right thing to do here. Well, once wow. again, Joey Crawford was very tenured too. I mean, one of the best. Yes, yeah. yes he was. Absolutely. He had coached thousands of games before then, and this guy's only coached a couple hundred. But I want to go ahead and thank everybody for watching, listening to the over 30 Lakers Facebook groups. We truly want to thank you and welcome you to the Lakers Fast Break. We're on every post game, plus, we are during the game on playback.watch TV. You can also get us wherever you get your podcasts, both audio and video. Also, as well, to the over 5,000 Instagram followers right there for you on Instagram at Courtside Lakers. And, of course, our Twitch channel, which, again, we've got new subscribers. You heard that magical little tone there. So we truly appreciate everybody out there for watching and listening. And if you can, subscribe to us to get the latest notifications on when we go live on the air. L. Rob, I do want to go ahead and ask you something. It's something also within the chat, the back and forth in regards to Darvin Ham. Why lay so much blame on Darvin Ham? Why lay so much blame on Russell Westbrook? People are asking why he keeps on relying upon this three small guard lineup like he did at certain times in the game today, especially with Lonnie Walker, the fourth coming back, and Rui Hashimura, which you just traded for. That should theoretically bring you enough size that you don't have to necessitate that. But then again, we saw a stretch in the second half with three guards once again. Yeah. So, well, first, let me, uh, Sean, you mentioned Joey Crawford. I got to tell a great Joey Crawford story. So, uh, earlier this season at, at, a, at a Pistons game, I looked up and I seen Joey Crawford walking uh, along uh, the sidelines. And I, you know, from my season, I was like, Joey! And he looked up and he acknowledged me. I said, give me a call, Joey, give me a call. And he did his little travel call where he took the little hop skip. And, uh, <laughs> little, little, you know, that was watching them just start clapping. So, Joey Crawford was one of the best referees. We need more guys like Joey Crawford uh, in the league. Yeah, he had it in for the for the uh, Spurs too. So of course that endeared him to me a little bit more as well. My whole thing with Russ, you know, Russ give it, Russ take it away. Russ, they the Lakers need Russ athleticism and playmaker skills. They do. So if they get rid of him. And I mean, somebody else is going to have to come in and 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 fill that void, um, or maybe if they're a great shooter, then they can make it up with with the shooting. You just got to take Rush out in those last five or six minutes. I mean, ever since that Philly play where he went in against Embiid, though, it seems like 
something's happened to him. He's changed and he's really has been really bad. I don't know how long was that? Two weeks ago. Before that, Russ was playing. You know, he was definitely a positive player and a, a good reason why we were able to tread water when LeBron and 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 AD was out because what he was bringing to the table. I mean, he sets guys up for a lot of easy baskets. And when you're aggressive like that and you're a playmaker, you got to take some of the turnovers that you know that goes with it. So. I'm not as bad on Russ as some people, but yeah, if we can, we need to, you know, if we can get something for him, uh, somebody that compliments the team better, yes. But I mean, let's not blame Russ for everything, okay? I mean, that's just that's too easy. It's, it's, no, it's, and nor are we. I mean, but I still, you know, I still, I still think he takes his unfair share of criticism. He wasn't in in the fourth quarter. You know what? So. We can't blame no, but I'm him. talking yeah. about those those three small those th- small three guard yeah. lineups with Russell like that was that we saw in the first stretch in the third quarter. Yeah, so I uh, think uh, he goes uh, small uh, too often. Yes, he does. So I'm, I'm yeah, sorry, no, Rob. I can't. I can't agree with that. He is a well, problem. He is that's a the problem. beauty of that's the beauty of this this yeah. uh, diverse group of Lakers fans. Yo. Yeah, he's he's uh he he makes two or three crucial mistakes almost every game. And a lot of it is at the end of the game. He, he is not. Well, Joe, I just said take him out at the end of the game. Yeah, I did. I, he did. So, yeah. yeah, I but agree. They won't do at the end it. of the game, his decision making isn't the best. So you 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 take the ball out of his hands by having him on the bench. But putting him in in overtime, he was the one that got the Lakers back in the game when he scored those quick five or six points. Other than that, they probably would have got blown out. Yep. Pat Bev. I mean, he's been he's been knocking down that three ball when he plays like that. You know, and and the one thing that both of those guys bring to the table is they want a challenge. Westbrook was the one that took on checking uh, Luca when everybody else act like they're scared of him. He was the one that got physical with Luca. Uh, Pat Bev is the one out there that got him out there uh, defending Tatum. Who's gonna take on those responsibilities if you get rid of those two and you get somebody like Buddy Hill? Talk, tell me, who's gonna guard somebody? Uh, I can tell you right now, Rua could give it a try, give it a shot. They both got Lonnie Walker. He can't move laterally, G. He can't. Well, Pat Bev at 6-1, you saw him get beaten by Tatum and Brown. I know, but I want somebody at least that wants to. I mean, Schroeder, Dennis will take on the challenge. We need some guys with that mindset. And I don't know who else they have on the team with, with that mindset. So You're talking about Pat Bev, not Dennis Schroeder. No, yeah, yeah, I'm talking. I said Dennis has that mindset. Yeah. Pat Bev has that mindset. So I mean I I gotta award, I gotta congratulate that I mean that's that's a good mindset to have and when you're hitting the three ball like he has yes but if you can package those guys and get somebody else that compliments the team bring them in I'm all for it we haven't seen the Lakers with their full complement of guys together yet right beginning nope. of the season when they started off two and ten uh, Dennis was out. Uh, and the big fellow was out. So we, we, you know, and then once they got, came back, the Lakers have been a much better team once those guys came back. And then AD went down. So, yeah, make the move. But if you can't make the move, the Lakers have enough guys on their team right now to beat anybody in the Western Conference, except for maybe the Clippers. For some reason, they just, you know, the Clippers play on their best game of the year every time they play the Lakers. So. I haven't seen any evidence that they can beat them, but anybody else in the West, who else is there to worry about? Well, right now, 500 is there to worry about because we need to get back to 500 and, before and, we start. And the last step, Darvin Ham, yes. You hire a rookie coach, you got to take the lumps. There's no way around it. I mean, I don't know what you guys want. 
He's a rookie coach. Rookie coaches are going to make some mistakes. He's trying to figure out this roster that he's been dealt and figure out what's the best way to go. Has he done a – I give him a C. I mean, he's managed it. He got the guys playing hard. That's the first step. Now but he's got to figure is, out how to use he, the pieces. He was an assistant coach for how long? Over 10 years in the league, right? A long time. Yeah. So when Jalen that one sliding over that one chair is a big deal, though. I, yeah. I and I understand that, but somebody's got to point out to him, even if it's not him. If Sean Grice can point out that Jalen Brown has five fouls early in the fourth quarter, and and they don't once again they do not at any point in time go at him at all to try and get him on the six. Who's he guarding? He's guarding it. They they had uh, either Pat Beverly or Dennis Schroeder on him, but you you were watching the game too, Lee. You saw LeBron's not afraid to use one of those small guards. Pick and roll. If, yeah. So I, I was really I was really surprised. And you know what? I get it. You're on the court. You don't you you don't care who has five fouls or that. That's for the coaching staff and the assistants to get in here and say, Hey, LeBron, AD, Pat. Yeah. Jalen Brown has five fouls. If we get him out of the game, that completely changes the way they have to play defense on the perimeter because there's no Marcus Smart now, and there's no yeah, that was bad. Jalen Brown, I, I agree, that was bad, but it was just as bad as not giving the ball to Anthony Davis when he's got Anthony when he's got Brockton guarding him. Oh right? my God, that was another one. That was another one. Set a back screen, cut to the center of the, in the paint, and catch the ball and turn around and shoot. I mean. That's like, to me, that's worse than the three-guard rotation. Lineup, that's worse yeah. than Westbrook. That's worse than Pat Bab. That's worse than all it's the other the things. basics, right, Lee? Not attacking that mismatch. Right. It's the basics, right, Lee? Yeah. That, that, that's mind-boggling. And you got him checking Al Horford. I don't care. Throw it to Al Horford in the corner. Cut off the – stand in the paint. Cheat off of him. Make them throw it to him. Because these guys, Brown and Tatum, they want to slash. They want to get to the rack. And Horford don't want to shoot a lot anyway. No. Joe's just taking this all in. Got to be the shoes. Uh, Joe, anything to add on? Because I know Lee just made some great points. I think because we're doing a talk show, we have to say something. But I'm I'm done talking. I want action. And (laughs) we have... 12 days to fix this problem and you need to start thinking about your number one guy now LeBron's dropping 40 points a game now 41 tonight okay so that that guy's gonna be playing a while okay he is he's he's built different guys if you didn't you know you can deny it all you want anyone who deny you deny all you want that guy dropped what was it seven threes tonight, six threes, and six we needed points. those. We needed those too. He picked the perfect night to make a lot of threes, and we would have won this game. And he would have had the game-winning free throws or game-winning layup. It's a disservice to the game. It really is. It's a disservice to the game. It's a disservice to your what? At this point, he's a top five player. <laughs> he's still the face of your league. You know, David Stern protected Michael Jordan. He never protected anyone other than Michael Jordan. And that was at a time when the league was at its highest, which was between 1979 and 1998. 
And then after David Stern pretty much just took the NBA to, to, to crap from 98 till he left, there hasn't been any kind of like getting the right setup with your stars. And that's just, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what else to say other than uh, Lakers need to do something here to help the situation and help this guy get some help because this guy can win you games in the playoffs. And when AD gets into shape, he'll be better. He wasn't good tonight. He's out of gas. He, he's, he just didn't have enough in the tank. He hasn't been playing in a while. NBA guys, it is so hard to play in the NBA. You got to be, imagine playing and how hard it is. Okay. You got guys like Dwight Howard who are built like gods. Okay. And he can't even be in the NBA at the moment. It is hard to play in the NBA. And the fact that you have LeBron playing like he's playing 2016, you have to take advantage of this. And you have to get to 18 before the Celtics. Wake the F up. Figure something out. Use all your resources. Use all your connections. Get this guy help. Make Say a Hail Mary that AD will stay healthy for the rest of the year. That's all you can do there. You need more than one this guy, a freaking guy or guys that can not have him play 38 to 44 so minutes I'd, a I'd game. Like to, I'd like to, sorry, Joe, to interrupt, but this is a quote from big game James Worthy. Oh, okay, because I got one too. Go ahead. Big game James has played in a lot of big games in college and the pros. He knows what he's talking about. So here's what Mr. Worthy had to say. On the, on the foul at the end of regulation, he said, that one right there pissed me off. That was one of the worst referee crews that I seen officiating a game. That referee crew shouldn't get to call more big games. They should be ashamed. They really should. I agree. I agree. I don't think that crew should coach one playoff game. It's, it's too integral to our sport. It just, it just it, the integrity of this game means more than one player, one official, one call. But that right there was just unforgivable. I want to say though that add on to it, Dave McMenamin on Twitter reported in a pool report from tonight's game, referee Eric Lewis admitted the officials missed a call at the end of regulation that would have awarded LeBron James potential game-winning free throws. So. <laughs> Yeah, but it's not. It's, it's Stick it up new. your rear end. They, they was bad the whole game. That's the easy. The whole game. One call. No, you didn't. You were terrible from beginning to end. You know, it was it the same thing with the Mavs and Lakers game. Somebody wants to point to one call. They missed seven in the last two minutes. They missed seven calls in the last two minutes. This year, this officiating has been garbage it really has and i am not paying another dime to watch this i've been to a few raps games this year i didn't like the officiating in any of them it felt it felt really choppy on both sides for both teams and they got to do something about this they really do they need to get under the hood and figure out what's going like I told you before, Jill, I remember when Monty McCutcheon was our actual NBA referee. He was a good referee. He was one of the best referees they had. 
He was willing to listen to guys when they had complaints or, uh, you know, Monty, I thought you missed this. Or he wouldn't yell at them. He wouldn't team up. But now he's he's in charge of these officials, and he needs to go under the hood and figure out what's going on here. And it starts with that crew. And look, look I'll cut Air Clue some slack. Like I said, he's refereed over a thousand games, but those other two guys, you can't have them in a, in a crucial game again. We're signaling the ref for a quick timeout, but we'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Needing an edge for your fantasy football team? Listen to the guys at Inside Sports Fantasy Football for insight that will help you reach your league championship. That's Inside Sports Fantasy Football. Check it out today on your favorite podcast outlet. Understand this. Thank you so much for watching and listening, but please understand we're a Lakers channel and we're going to support the Lakers. And if they get screwed, we're going to call it like we see it. The Lakers got screwed today. None other than that. Go ahead. We, ga- we gave some common sense commentary on that. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I, I, that we individual was clear. kind of disputed. We were very clear. If the referee was stand, and by the way, L. Rob said it best. This was a whole game of assness. This was not just one play. It was just the button. It was the perfect button on all the crap officiating for the game. If that referee was not right there looking at it, if the referee, if if the hand was on the ball and he hit the hit the hand, fine. This was a hack in front of the ref against LeBron James. Call the mother effing foul. We win this game. We're happy. We're talking about going into Brooklyn and whooping some ass there because I really believe this, and maybe they might. Maybe this will click. Maybe they'll go to Brooklyn and New Orleans and and, and, and and Madison Square Garden and do some things now because they had been playing well for the last couple months. They've been getting jacked. They've been getting jacked this time. And I have not seen this kind of officiating in a long time. And I'm not going to sit here and say it's rigged because that, that that's that's easy to – that's too easy to say, okay? It's incompetence. It's worrying about the chowderheads. It's worried about the chowderheads. What are you worried about? What, what's Mark Wahlberg going to come and – Beat you up? He should be asleep by now. Doesn't he wake up at 2 a.m. to go work out? One of the Wahlbergs there. Which one of the Wahlbergs? The one that's on Blue I don't know. They all look the same to me. The one that's on Blue Bloods was there in the front row. with. The- oh, oh, Donnie from New yeah. Kids on the Block. Uh, yeah, yeah, crappy yeah. music. <laughs> Once again, the Lakers do fall, but hopefully we can go ahead and get back on the right track. L. Rob, before we head on out, the game is on Monday. I'm going to go ahead and get everybody the times when we're going to go on the air with the Lakers fast break live watch party here in a minute. But what do the Lakers need to do to get back on track and close out this road trip on some really good notes? Hmm. I mean, they, they shot the ball decently. They rebounded decently. The turnovers were, were, were not a problem. I think if they duplicate their effort, they played today, um, they just got to kind of figure out the rotation. Because you you know you, you you got guys coming in, guys coming back. They got to figure out what's going to be their nine man rotation. 
and figure it out. But it's not a whole lot. Like Joe's been saying, they've been playing decent. You know, just keep doing what they're doing and incorporate Anthony Davis more. If he's in the game, give him the ball. LeBron Taylor, Anthony, I mean, he's, you know, he's just coming back. So we can't, we, you know, got to give him a week maybe or a couple yeah. more games to get ready. But, no, play like you was playing. Go down there in that post and demand the ball. I'm going to throw you the ball. Turn around and score. Shoot it. Get some fouls on them. I mean, be a little more aggressive. That's the only thing I got. I can see changing. The rest of the guys, you know, keep doing what you're doing. Well, one last thing I want to hit you guys up before we head on out. Uh, it was noted today by Adrian Wojnarowski that Miles Turner, who's been the source of much fascination for Lakers fans as far as a possible trade, got extended today two years and also got his current year reworked in one of the rare times under the CBA that they allow a reworking of the his current contract to be done so, and it was, plus adding another two years on there. Joe, uh, you know, I know you dismissed it, but I know Laker Tom has already got the say, trades started even more now. He said this makes uh, Miles Turner even more attractive in a trade to a, to a team. Your thoughts on Miles Turner? Does it mean anything? Does it mean he's just going to stay a pacer? What are your thoughts on Miles Turner now getting his extension? The Pacers can make the playoffs this year. Why would they trade him? Well, they who are they going to get well. for him? What are they doing? Why would they trade him to lose what? To lose more games to, to get the first pick? I mean, they'd have to lose the next 20 games in a row to get even close to probably having a chance, right? Yeah. I don't know where this fascination with Indiana and the trade with Indiana – Either you don't understand basketball or you haven't understood the Laker history with Indiana. Indiana hates Rob Palinka. They accuse him of tampering. They don't like us. They are not going to take anything other than our internal organs to get those guys. And the Lakers have already made it very, very, very clear. They are not trading unprotected picks for the future for anyone other than front-running talent, which I don't see anyone giving up front. It would have to be Damian Lillard, someone of his ilk, saying, get me the F out of here, or I'm not playing, or something like that, which, who? Who's going to do that? Who? I don't know anyone right now that's disgruntled that's a star. Other than Durant this summer, that was it. He's not going to, you know, he's not going to be, he's not going to come to L.A. He's not going to, he's fine. Kyrie Irving, are they going to sign him as sign his extension? Are they going to sign him at the end of the year? I guess that could be something too. But I did I'm telling you right now, the only way you get rid of Westbrook and Pat Bev is you have to hope that there's some team out there that finally says we need to get these big contracts out with some of the middle tier good players. Cuz Lakers need about two or three of those guys. Guys that are going to be disciplined guys that are going to understand team concept, play good defense, team defense, and not make stupid decisions at the worst time, like bringing a camera out on the court when it's a, it's overtime. You know, the unfortunately, the problem is is now that it's um, it th- this has become sort of a volcano because uh, drip by drip, it's coming out that uh, the official who missed the call on LeBron, Jason Goebel, uh, had a run-in with Wanda Durant last year. They both got into a, a verbal spat, apparently. There's also stuff going around that, uh, you know, um, and, and again, I'm just, this is just social media. 
before before he was uh, an NBA official, Jason Goble was a was a police officer for the Miami Dade Police. And if anybody um, needs any contacts for that, the mafia in Miami was very instrumental in the problems of uh, rigging games and gambling in the NBA in the early 2000s. So this is not a good look overall for the NBA. Not a good look at all. Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. L. Rob, it's been so tremendous having you here along with Magic Man Sean Grice and Joe Sorrell. Our next game is 4.30 p.m. Pacific time on Monday as the Lakers face off against the Brooklyn Nets. Hopefully they will take this aggression into Brooklyn and sweep New York along with the Knicks the next day. Any last thoughts, L. Rob, before we head on out? No, I'm just looking forward to seeing this group come together. Be glad when Reeves comes back and the Lakers to have that full complement of players and and then see what they can do. I I mean, I think they got a, a, a <laughs> decent roster. I'm not counting on any, you know, no one's gifting the Lakers anything. You know, the Lakers have been beating people up for as all of our lives. So, you know what? Thank God we got a decent relationship with Washington and they'll they'll make some some moves with us. But I, I'm not expecting the Calvary to come riding in on the white horse in the last minute before the trade deadline. So this is what we got. Let's suck it up. Let's let's suit up and let and let's go. Like like you guys been saying, LeBron, you know, he's playing better than he was last year. LeBron is playing at an incredible clip. If A D gets back to how he was playing early in the season when LeBron wasn't playing that great, he was playing, he was playing good. But he wasn't playing like an all-time great. He was playing like a guy who was an all-star, you know, not like the great, you know, one of the greatest ever. But he's playing like, you know, lights out right now. AD come back. Guys, the Lakers have, a, you know, they got they got pieces. You know, Luca's not going to be sitting down or, or those guys joking. Those guys aren't going to be sitting around crying and saying, get LeBron some more help. He's got some guys. Figure it out. Win. Couldn't have said it better myself. They need to figure it out, and they need to win, but they also have to have even games called for them, and the refs need to start seeing the game a whole lot better and more fair for both teams, and in this case, the Lakers, absolutely. So getting robbed does not have us feel good, but the Lakers, unfortunately, with a very great effort, unfortunately, fall in overtime 125 to 121 after they get robbed. As we indicated several times throughout the show, if you have any comments, please go ahead and let us know at Lakers Fast Break, wherever you get your social media. You can always put it down below after you see us. If you're watching us and it's not live, it's always welcome to. Please go ahead and like and subscribe today wherever you get your podcast. If you're on YouTube, please go ahead and subscribe. It really helps us out. I cannot thank enough the several people who have subscribed and liked our video and channel during the course of this great podcast that we had that we could get together as Lakers fans after such a tough loss and bend together. Sean, Joe, I gave El Rob some final thoughts. You guys get the same. Any last thoughts before we head on out? Sean, go ahead. Um, it's not like me to complain about the officiating. Um, Lee's known me for years uh, Gerald, you've known me for a few years, and Joe, we're we're just uh, about a year into our friendship. I don't normally complain about officiating. 
I, I, I think they try and do the best job they can on most, on most days and most of them try and do the job with integrity. But um, this year I haven't seen the kind of integrity that the NBA game needs from its officiating. And it's not just us. I am a hoop head. I watch basketball if it's on at 10 in the morning and I'm home. If it's on at 3 in the afternoon and I'm home. If it's on at 7 and I'm home. I have seen the officiating this year throughout the league. It's been bad. It's been really, really bad. And Joe says it's been a while since he's seen it this bad. Me too, because I'm I'm going back in my memory recall here, trying to figure out a year it was just this bad overall. Like sometimes there are there are years where there are pockets of bad bad crews here and there, but for the most part, overall, it's just been a it's been a bad product from the officials. And I want the NBA to address this first and foremost this is their number one problem it's the officiating it's finally come to a head you can't just say to the fans anymore well you guys don't know what you're talking about you don't know what you're seeing well yes we do yes we do and now there's video evidence throughout the league and it's not just with the lakers that you've blown games for this league let the players decide the outcome. You guys are there to be unbiased and impartial. So do your job. Do your freaking, almost said it, job. Thank you. All right, my friend. But I will say, though, that in a league where gambling is now becoming very prevalent, tonight's game, the, the spread was that would not have been a doubt. The Lakers would have won the cover for you, no doubt. This was just bad eyesight. This was just a bad call or no call in this situation. Joe, any last thoughts before we head on out? Yeah, and it, it fits. It, it, it totally fits your gambling comment. They had two dildos that were opening up our feed. <laughs> and I, I, I think I made the comment of where they find these guys at spring break in Florida. Like this is your, this is who you have introducing the Celtics and the Lakers. It's a clown show. When you when you allow this kind of stuff to happen, you're you you. But again, at the end of the day, all they care about is the green. Okay, well, and we're we're eating it. We're eating it. We're not going anywhere. We're watching their advertisements, and they're going to keep doing it. The only way to stop this is if you know, ten million of us say f you and f you f the refs and f these clowns, and we're out. We're not watching the game. That's the only way this thing's going to change. I hope LeBron and AD go into practice tomorrow and tell everyone, F everyone, F the refs, F the commissioner, F everything. Let's go to Brooklyn. Let's go to Madison Square Garden. Let's go to New Orleans and let's whoop some ass on the road. Let let the let let the let the Lakers Lake show. Let let's bring the Lake Show and let's let's whoop some ass. And that to me is what I would prefer to hear from those guys. And I thought I haven't, I haven't watched it yet. I will watch it now that Sean has mentioned it. AD telling everyone on Sportsnet that this is, I'm not going to curse uh, G. Don't worry about it. No, no, I was uh, telling Sean, cause Sean, don't interrupt Joe when he's on a roll. Yeah. The, 
I want to go hear what AD said because AD is one of the few guys that will do a post interview that I actually am engaged in. He doesn't he doesn't say cliches. He he tells you things that you want to. I want. I'd like to hear anyways. He doesn't. He just talks normal. I, I, that's the only way I can explain it. So I'm gonna go watch that, and he's taking a fifty thousand dollar hit uh, on this. And I'm wondering if Sportsnet is going to look at James Worthy and say, "Hey, dude, that was your one shot this year. Can't you know criticize the N- the NBA?" But uh, if I'm hoping James said some big game, James, you can eat it. I don't care. <laughs> I'll go work with Jim Hill if you have a problem with it. But uh, I'll go back to working with Jim Hill. The road trip can be could be that therapy the rest of the way. And we'll be here to watch it. I feel we're going to know after the Brooklyn game where this team wants to go. I think we're going to find out if it's if it, if it broke them. We're going to find out, I think, in the next game. If it didn't break them, they have a good road trip the rest of the way. And that's I'm feeling like that might be what happens. Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. The Lakers do unfortunately fall in overtime after getting robbed by the refs, 125 to 121. We'll be back on Monday again for Lakers live watch party at 4.30 p.m. Pacific. Right there for you. It is playback.tv slash Lakers fast break. Please be a part of it. It's great conversations that we had. It's the Lakers as they head into Brooklyn. Hopefully they're going to take over the state of New York in the next couple games. And then after that game against Brooklyn, it's the best Lakers post game that's out there with the best Lakers chat room that's out there. It is the Lakers fast break podcast. So for L Rob, we thank you so much, man. Great to see you. I want to say publicly, it is just so awesome to have you back with us. I hope that you will be able to find the time to be with us as much as you want, as many times as you want. Hopefully it'll be more often. Joe Soro, please go ahead and support him in SoCal. If you need your lawn transformed into something else different today, go ahead. Simblades, Simblades with a Y.com. He is working hard. We apologize. We could not do the quiz show because Joe was working real hard at Simblades.com. So, man. I have a confession. Okay. My dinner Friday night was work-related, but then I had – I was at my cousin's restaurant not too far from my house, and we dropped on some some very tasty adult beverages, and (laughs) the night got extended. (laughs) Uh If you ever go to Menifee in Southern California, go to a restaurant called Savage Chef. Order the steak or cavatelli. The pasta is made in-house. That's cavatelli. And uh, order the uh, Savage Cowboy. And you will not leave for a few hours. And all this time, I thought you were working hard at Sinblades. Oh, I was working. I was talking about workers' comp and insurances and whether I should convert my suburban to business and all that boring stuff. But I always like to say balance is key in life. So work hard, play hard. I, I would have made it on time, but I know you had to leave, which was the bummer. I, I made it on time. I think I, well, I shouldn't say I made it on time. I was about 10 minutes yeah. off of and six, I was, so sorry And I that. didn't want to rush it. I want, you know, the first Lakers quiz show that we have, I want it to be real special. I want to go ahead and make sure it's something that everybody will appreciate as an extra show that we do. NBA Observations, the Lakers quiz show, and Lakers History 101. Make sure you go ahead and check those shows out as well. Also have, in the coming days, a 
Great interview with TJ Johnson, who will add on to Joe's and Sean's thoughts on the 2012 Lakers. So I'm looking forward to going ahead and uploading that to the channel in the coming days as well. But for Sean Grice, the magic man, the guy who just can't get out of Toronto traffic, who really wants to go ahead and plow into Toronto traffic after a game like this. Also as well, Joe Sorrell, Mr. Symbolates himself and Ox1947 at LakersBall.com. And L. Rob, the great L. Rob, who is doing so much more better than I am right now in the Lakers fast break fantasy basketball league. <laughs> oh, not my year, not my year indeed, but it is the Lakers fast break. We truly appreciate you being part of the best Lakers experience that's out there. And we'll see you Monday to continue it right here at the Lakers fast break podcast. Have a good evening, everyone. We got robbed.